You say a one for the trouble, two for the time. Uh, come on, y'all, let's... Now it's time for the morning coffee with my daddy, the motivator, Jazzy G, on Power Me Up Radio, talk 24-7. Good morning, good morning, good morning, my soul motivators. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Morning Coffee with yours truly, the motivator, Jazzy G, here on Power Me Up Radio Talk 24-7, the station with heart on our heart. Today, beloved, is Motivational Monday. That's right. Today is Motivational Monday. You know what that means. That means get up, get out, do what you got to do to make it happen for yourself. That's right. Today, beloved, on this Motivational Monday, I want to talk to you about something very important. And what I want to talk to you about is this is truly about believing in yourself. See, I'm finding that a lot of you, a lot of you, are just going through life thinking that life has passed you by. You're going through life feeling that uh, I could have been, should have been, would have been. That's been going on with a lot of you. And I think what happened with this pandemic happening to us, the shutdown of the world of 2020 really put a, not just a damper on us, but had us rethinking our lives in a critical way. And again, as I as I said, you know, on the morning coffee last week, uh, when I had uh, Cecil Calise on, I was I, I mentioned that you know two things that this pandemic showed us. It, it truly showed us how that we need to pivot, and and we need to uh, break away from the herd. But the one thing is definitely that we need to pivot. And if you never pivoted in life before. Oh, God, you're pivoting now. Because if you don't, you're going to be left behind. So that's what this this pandemic has done to us. And I think what happened to so many of us is that we stopped believing. And we stopped believing in ourselves. Okay? So, so motivated. I'm going to play an excerpt today from my mentor, the one and only Les Brown. The incomparable Les Brown. And... This here is another classic, but this is to get you up, get you out, get you going today, okay? Because I don't want you to have this false sense of non-belief going on, okay? Faith, faith is that vision that you need. And again, only way you can beat fear is through faith. Or this, we know there's two types of fear, but to, to conquer it, you need faith. and Without faith, you're not going to have that belief system. And we all have some type of belief system. So either it's going to be a belief system of positivity or a belief system of negativity. But so right now, I want to give you some positive thought and some positive, something provocative that you can use. All right? I'm going to give you the tools that you can use. So without further ado, I want to introduce to you or bring on to you the one and all, the incomparable. Les Brown. It is something I like to share some ideas and thoughts with you. I'm not asking that you believe anything that I say. I'm not asking that you agree with me. I'm merely asking that you 
stand on and end the conversation that we'll share with you this evening. And if there's something that I say that can fit and work for you, I say use it. If not, discard it and let it be. Is that all right? Say, that's fair enough. Very good. All right. One of the things I have realized, and many of us have, that if you want something out of life, if you want to change yourself, if you want to acquire something, if there's some goal that you want to reach, that is really not easy as some people will make us feel. That living your dream, changing your behaviors, overcoming negative habits, it's challenging. It's hard. That living alone is just very difficult. And once we begin to come to grips with the fact that living is difficult, life is very challenging. I heard a song once by a guy named Dipples called, If It Ain't One Thing, It's Another. <laughs> I say to you, if it ain't one thing, it's 12 others. Always something. You will never, ever have a problem-free moment in life. Somebody said, and I like this, that you either in a problem or just left one or headed toward one. <laughs> Anybody found that to be so? Raise your hand if you know what I'm talking about. I mean, there's always something. So how do we begin to nurture that hunger? What are the characteristics or the qualities of people that are hungry? What will it take for me to get some of the things that I want? And being hungry for those things. Number one, you've got to work on yourself. It's very important that you engage in an ongoing process to develop you. Spend more time on yourself than what you've been spending. It's very important. You owe that to yourself. I was reading a book by Art Mandino called The University of Success. Read one line. Gave me a chill. I didn't have to read anything else in the book. He said, many of us never realize our greatness because we become sidetracked by secondary activity. We spread ourselves too thin. Don't know how to say no. And we find ourselves doing all kinds of things and never ever have time to do those things that we need to do to work on ourselves. And then there goes a second. There goes another second. There goes another second. And we can't stop and hold time. And before you know it, you wake up one day and you're behind in your dreams and your bills. <laughs> so decide that you're going to take some time to work on you, that you deserve that from yourself, that your life deserves some prime time because you are creating your own production, as Michael Todd would say. You are the star of your show. You are the director. You're writing the script. And you will determine whether your life is a smash office hit or flop. You determine that. Working on yourself, talking to yourself, that's so very important. Overcoming the negative conversation, that inner dialogue that's going on all the time, all the time. Even when you don't want it to be there. You can't stop yourself right now from thinking. You can't do it. It's going on. And so learning how to empower yourself, part of doing that is standing up to yourself. You've got to stand up inside yourself sometimes and say, shut up! You've got to do this! I was going to give a presentation, and this voice inside of me saying, you can't do this, you don't have everything it takes, I shut up! I'm behind on my bills and you're telling me what I can't do. I have got to do it! 
<laughs> you get scared sometimes. Your mind will go blank on you. Some people you will allow to unnerve you. And you wonder, what's wrong with me? I'm not crazy. That's why you've got to learn to make a conscious, deliberate, determined effort to stand up inside yourself. Working on yourself, watching that inner dialogue, it will determine the quality of your life. I don't believe this. I know this. I've had a challenge of losing weight. I'm walking through the airport. This voice say, why don't you have some M&M peanuts? No! <laughs> well, just one. <laughs> then after you eat that, you might as well have a sticker now, you sucker. <laughs> My mother fixed the kind of sweet potato pie you can't eat with your shoes on. <laughs> Have to take your shoes off so you can wiggle your toes. It sticks on my fingers. It says, eat it. One little bite won't hurt. That voice, constantly. Little demons from Colonel Sanders driving my car in there. I had to say, no. No, no, no. I'll die it tomorrow. I saw a skinny man get hit by a truck. <laughs> had he had a little bit more weight, he might have lived. You know? <laughs> Some of you know what I'm talking about. Raise your hand if you know that. That voice is awesome. So you have got to stand up to that voice. When you're working on something you want to achieve, you have got to stand up to that voice. You've got to sell yourself every day on your abilities, on what you're doing, on the goal that you want to reach. You've got to sell yourself every day, every day, every day, according to your level of belief. It will manifest itself in what you're doing. Whatever we have right now, whatever we're demonstrating in our lives, is a result of what we believe subconsciously that we deserve. And part of increasing that belief level is that you have got to convince yourself every day. You've got to sell yourself. I, I do a lot of training for many corporations and I conduct sales seminars and I've heard all kind of guys doing techniques and training um, people techniques of how to close sales and how to work with and, and begin to control the, the sale and how to ask for the close. Let me share something with you. You can learn all the techniques in the world. If you don't believe in yourself, it won't happen for you. I learned all of it. So that's why I do a training called Focus on the Seller. You've got to focus on you. And as you convince you, as you sell yourself every day, every day, every day, you will begin to see a difference in the things that you're doing. Selling yourself on your ability to perform a job, to achieve a certain objective. Telling yourself every day, here I go again. And I got what it takes. This is my day, and nothing out here is going to stop me. And when you go out there, life come over here. <laughs> Say it again. Well, I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> that brings me to the next thing. It takes courage to act. Part of being hungry when you've been defeated, it takes courage to start over again. I used to do door-to-door -door sales, and 
was working with another friend of mine. And door-to-door sales, I mean, it's punishing. It's cruel and unusual punishment. And I was a little boy knocking on the door. Hello, would you like to buy a nice working television set? No money down. No! Bam! They slammed the door in your face. And the friend of mine that was working with me, they slammed the door in his face, and I looked back, and he was going to the car. He said, I can't do this. And he sat down in the car, and he said, you go ahead. I'll be here when you get back. Now, he had a mother and father to take care of him. My mother was ill. I am adopted. I was hungry. I had to go on. I learned something about myself. That when you step into your fears, somebody said it was Winston Churchill. He said that courage is going from failure to failure without losing enthusiasm. (laughs) When you step into your fears and continue to push yourself to go on, something happens for you. It will enable you to transcend yourself. I went to the next door. You like to buy a nice work and tell No! Bam! Went to the next one. No! Bam! After a while, I no longer took it personal. <laughs> and I began to play a game. I said, well, I know there's a yes out here somewhere. And I'm going to keep on until I find it. And I'm not going home until I do. And I continue to knock on doors. And then somebody eventually would say yes. And I said, are you sure? And I would go in there and I would get the sale. When you, when you have something you want to do, if you don't develop the courage to do that which has been given you to do, and you spend a lot of time going around trying to convince other people or trying to get their approval, what will happen is that you will lose your nerve. And other people will convince you that what you're doing doesn't have any value. And you'll give up on your dream. It's an interesting thing about life, I've also found, that if you don't have the courage to act, sometimes and particularly, if you have something special to do, life will move on you. If, 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 if it were not for life, I would still be a disc jockey. I didn't just leave voluntarily to go to the state legislature. I was fired. <laughs> I was working on a job. And I came home one day. I was married at the time. And I told my former wife. I said, that guy, Bird, I work for is stupid. She said, if he's so stupid, why does he sign you a paycheck? <laughs> now, you see why I divorced her, Right. couldn't stand her. <laughs> that night, I could not sleep well. Here was a guy that was controlling my life. I was going through all kinds of changes because this man controlled my paycheck. And it was Carlisle who said, truth crushed to earth shall rise again. Winston Churchill said, the truth is incontrovertible. Malice may attack it, ignorance may deride it, but at the end, there it is. And we know scripture that says, ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. And the truth that I had to come to grips with, that I wasn't in charge of my destiny. The truth was that I wasn't giving all that I had. The truth was that there are some things that I wanted to do, but I didn't have the courage to act on those things. And the truth was that Bert Charles was a blessing to me. He made life so 
miserable for me, I had to start looking at my life differently. I started going to work earlier. I started being the last one to leave there. I started working harder than anybody else. The other guys could not. Why would you work so hard, Les? I said, I'm not working for them. I have been cheating, Bert, I thought. I've been cheating myself and my family. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, do it with everything that you have. Develop the habit of giving more than what you're paid for. Develop the habit of, of setting standards that others will be measured by. Someone said, do not go where the path may lead, but go where there's no path and leave a trail. All right? It is easy to be negative today. It is easy to have low morale today. I was at a corporation and they're, they're going through downsizing and going to lay off some 1,500 people over the next few weeks. It's very depressing there. And those people that stay there nine times out of ten, they're just going to do just enough to keep from getting fired. Anybody can do that. But if you can begin to harness yourself and say that where I am, I'm going to do the best I can with what I got because that is an expression of who I am. If you get into the habit of just being mediocre, it will become a part of your consciousness. If you get in the habit of giving less than what you have within you to give, it will begin to reflect itself in your personality. It will begin to damage you psychologically. And you don't want to be a part of that kind of self-destructive behavior. And so you want to set some high standards for yourself. The next thing, part of what feeds that hunger, you've got to develop a sense of urgency. said, stop living your life like you have a thousand years to live. In life, you either here today and you're gone today. If there's something that you want to do and you can't do it all at one time, do just a little bit of it. I like what Robert Shuler said. He said, by the yard, it's hard, but inch by inch, anything is essential. <laughs> do just a little bit of it. A friend of mine, Bobby Kerr, used to be a roommate. Bobby wanted to go into the area of public relations. He loved working with the public. Young lady he wanted to marry named Clarice. Bobby was a great procrastinator. Pretty soon the job where Bobby worked, they transferred him to another location. He went out to celebrate with the people on that new job site. And Bobby suffered a massive heart attack and died. Bobby didn't drink and didn't smoke, was under 40, and he died. Ask your question, how much time do you have left? How much time do you have left? When you start thinking about that, we don't know. We don't know. Bobby took all the greatness and all of the talent and all of his abilities to his grave with him. One of the things he could have put in parenthesis under his name, he didn't use all his stuff. And most of, most of us do that. Most of us don't use the stuff that we have brought into the universe. And we want to make a conscious, deliberate, determined effort to start living life with a sense of urgency and using what we've got. Using ourselves up. Sharing what we brought into the universe to share. Because if we don't, nobody else will. Stop wasting valuable time. 
knowing that if we begin to live our lives as if each day were our last, our lives will take take on a whole new meaning. Take on a whole new expression, valuing each moment that we are blessed with. The next thing that begins to nurture that hunger, honor yourself as your word. Don't give your word out lightly. When you throw your word out there and you don't honor it, it makes a statement about you. If you decide to maintain a sense of integrity with yourself, that if I speak it, I'm going to live it. It's who I am. And I'm going to be very cautious in how I give my word to others, and most of all with the commitments that I make to myself. Because I want my life to reflect my words and honoring who I am and what I express. Another challenging area in terms of nurturing and developing that hunger in yourself is learning the art of becoming single-minded. Learning how to concentrate. Learning how to focus in. And you'll be surprised of the things that you're able to do. When you learn how to block things out, when you learn how to keep thine eyes single, you'll be surprised of the ideas that will come to you, of the people that you'll be able to attract, of the opportunities that you'll be able to see. You'll begin to see things that have been standing there looking you in the face and saying, I can't believe this has been here all this time. Here's a habit that I do. Maybe it might be of some value to you. I get up in the morning and I start writing what great ideas that I can think of today that can improve me and that will enable me to reach my goal. And I just let my mind flow. Sometimes I write 15, 20 ideas. Some days it's more difficult than others. One idea can change your life. One idea can turn your life around. Deciding that you're going to focus to develop your skills. A guy was was um, the new owner of a team. A team, a baseball team that was in the basement of the league when he took it over. He went to the pitcher and he said, what is your best throw? He said, well, I got a good curveball and I've got a good fastball. And he went on talking about his different throws. He said, but tell me this, what is your best throw? He thought for a moment. He said, I've got a good fastball. He said, that's all I want you to work on. Nothing else. Just develop your fastball. The next year, they went to the World Series. Most people don't know where their fastball is. Most people go through life never discovering what their talents are. Most people never develop their talents. They have skills and abilities, but if you don't nurture them, if you don't develop them, they will never serve you. Your gifts can take you many places if you develop your gifts. Most of us don't like to do those things that come easy to us. I've always loved to talk to people. I decided taking this advice to develop my skills as a speaker. And my gift has developed and it developed and has taken me many places. You have something that you brought to the universe. And that if you decide that my life deserves my developing, this is what I do well. And becoming the best at it and mastering myself and seeing what I have within me 
If you decide to drop your buckets where you are and develop your gifts, I grant you, you'll never ever be without. I grant you that your gifts will take you places that will literally amaze you. I grant you that if you begin to work to develop your gifts, you'll develop a strong sense of happiness. You'll get a larger vision of yourself because part of beginning to get a larger vision of yourself, all of us need some area of our lives where we can have a feeling of competence. And people know when they think about this area, that's something you do. That you eat and sleep that. And that you do that. You do that. And people know it. And you know it. And you know that you know that you know this. If you don't know anything else, you know this. Can you tell I know I know what I'm doing? Oh, uh, hello. <laughs> you know this. So you've got to work on it. When other folk are having a good time, you've got to have the, the strength of character to concentrate, to read, to digest information. If you decide in any particular area that you're concerned about to make a conscious, deliberate, determined effort to read one book a month in that area, in five years, you'll be among the top 5% experts in the world. I read a minimum of two books a week. The average American reads only one book a year. If you decide that area that you love, that you are going to master that particular area, in this era of accelerated change, overwhelming complexity, and tremendous competition, as you begin to develop and expand your skills and your talents and your vision of yourself, you will always be in control of your destiny. Turn me up, talk radio, 24-7, the station we're hard on iHeart. It's the morning coffee with your street, the, the motivator, Jazzy G. Hey, beloved, I had to give you that wake up, that wake up, that wake up just now by the incomparable Les Brown. I had to, I had to do it to you today. I had to give you your morning coffee. I had to give you a dose. <laughs> hey, you know Les Brown is like a dose of caffeine in the morning. I had to bring it to you on this Motivational Monday because, again, beloveds, I see it in you. Y'all slide into my DM, or God Jazzy Rainey, and y'all say to me, Coach, you know, I'm going through this. I'm stuck. Help me. And I hear it. I hear it. I hear it in your voices. I hear it in your messages. Sometimes I meet y'all on the street and you're talking to me about previous shows, but I can hear in your voice that the belief system that you had of thinking positive that things are going to get a brighter day is almost leaving you. And I can tell. So I said, I'm going to play this week, this Monday, the incomparable Les Brown motivational Monday and play a true classic for you so you can get something to get you up, get you out, get you going this morning on the morning coffee on this Motivational Monday. Because, you know, without that tidbit of motivation, that's something that gets, something you can grab on to, something you can hold on to, you know, sometimes we just feel like, why am I here? Why am I doing this? Why? Am, what? You know, what is it all for? Let's not get to that point, beloveds. Let's not get to what is it all for. And we get to the point of, where do I go from here? Where do I go from here? 
and let's get it together. All right, beloveds, let's get it together. So I want you to slide into my DM, right? I want to all, all social medias, whatever, whatever social media you're on, it's all the same for me. It's God Jazzy Rainey. Hit me up, all right? And my my email address is is grainy125 at gmail.com. Hit me up. Tell me what's going on with you and how it acts. Truly say to me, Coach, I'm ready to get unstuck. And we're going to take it from there, okay? We're going to take it from there. So, beloveds, right now what we're going to do is we're going we're gonna, to uh, take our deep breaths so we get the oxygen in our mind, our body, and our spirits today on this Motivational Monday. All right, on the morning coffee. And then, uh, so we're going to say our affirmation, protection prayer. And we're going to go through this day with, with vigor, strength. And we're going to have our shield protecting us from the most high. So let's breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend it, extend it, extend it. Breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend it, extend it, extend it. One more time, beloveds. Breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend it, extend it, extend it. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is. And all is well. That is your affirmation protection prayer for the day, beloveds, on this Motivational Monday here on Power Me Up Radio Talk 24-7, the station with heart on hot iHeart with yours truly, the motivator Jazzy G on your morning coffee. Remember, I love each and every one of you. It's not a damn thing you can do about it. Hey, y'all have a blessed, blessed Motivational Monday. <laughs> hey, do the right thing, y'all. Peace.